Hey there, Travel Guys listeners. I hope that you guys are having a great day today. It's your man, Just GQ, checking in here. We've got a great episode ahead, but just before we get to that, there are a couple items that I wanted to address real quick. First, please excuse the background noise in this episode. It's not hard to hear, but it there is some background noise. I think you'll see a, you'll hear a cameo from Nora Jones at one point. And the reason for this is because this interview was conducted at a popular coffee shop chain that has some holiday cups that are pretty popular that are about to hit the uh, the market there. So uh, apologies for that. Secondly, we're going to talk a little bit about the Thanksgiving trip and it, as an ideal. Um, Thanksgiving is, you know, a time for family and a time for, uh, you know, being grateful. Um, however, depending on your personal situation and how you feel about Thanksgiving, it can also be a phenomenal time to go abroad because you can finesse it where you're taking three days off from work and you can have a week long trip. So um, Jeff speaks about it who is the guest featured on this episode, and uh, International P, myself, and a couple of friends uh, that have been featured on other episodes and some that haven't. We're going to be going to South Africa, going to hit Cape Town, going to hit Joburg a little bit, and really try to maximize and just and, and have another trip to be thankful for. So we'll look at it like that. It should definitely make for a great episode either there or once we come back to the mainland. We'll just have to wait and see. Lastly, thank you for all of you who have subscribed to the show, either on iTunes or on SoundCloud. The link is in my bio on IG, if you are interested. Um, but we really appreciate it. Please make sure that you are reviewing the show as well, uh, or rating it, rather. Five stars, please. Uh, this, will, this just helps to raise our visibility when people are searching for travel podcasts uh, so we can help more people. So without further ado, we're just going to go ahead and throw to the episode. And remember, your next adventure is just a click away. Enjoy. back again to another episode of the travel guys the podcast dedicated to making travel easy for everyday people like you and me uh it's your boy just gq here and we, today we've got a special guest uh the homie jeff is here to speak about a lot of his travels he's a, a voracious traveler and um recently got back from china as well so i'm just gonna take this opportunity to learn a little bit about him how you doing my man i'm doing good what's going on thanks for having me yeah absolutely absolutely so we've been following each other on instagram and whatnot for for a good minute um this is really just an example of how Instagram brings people together. Right? It does. <laughs> it does. Instagram and the bond. Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> so, yeah, definitely the noobs are in the building. Uh, one of the frat is definitely here. So, um, with that said, I mean, share a little bit about yourself, man. I'm interested to hear here as well. Yeah, man. Um, so, I live in L.A. now, and I actually just started traveling two years ago. August 2014 was the first time I ever stepped out of the country. Awesome. And the first place I went was to St. Lucia. Okay. It was, it was amazing. Like, the Caribbean, the town itself and we didn't do the um some of our friends were on resorts because we were actually there for a wedding but where me and the group that i was with we stayed in the city we got an airbnb situation and it was just so real and so authentic going into the city getting the food meeting the people right so that was that was my first trip and it was one of my favorites so what made what in that made it so easy to and um to, to repeat the model and to start traveling and like what made you get the travel book um you know it, it was honestly 
I think it was like fear of traveling, you know, not really knowing. Okay. And so once I actually stepped out and did it and I saw how fun it was and how easy it was for people to just get up and go. Right. And I got my first stamp. I was like, oh, <laughs> That's stamp I got to get another stamp. And then when you get another stamp, it's like, I want another stamp. Right. So, you know, people, they always ask me, so where do you want to go? Where do you want to go? And I'm like, I don't know. I want to go everywhere. Right. So, honestly, I don't care where I go. I just want to keep going. So, you said you just started traveling internationally two, uh, two years ago. Mm-hmm. But you collected 14 stamps? 15. 15 stamps yeah. so far? No, I want short change. Okay. <laughs> yeah. um, that's what's up. So, you had a pretty aggressive Two years. Was, I did a lot. So, I, um, 2015, because I stopped working, I just took the entire year off. That's small. And I spent all of 2015 traveling, just going everywhere. <laughs> That's awesome. Every chance I got, that was when I collected majority of the stamps. But it was it was an aggressive year, a lot more than most people would do. But it was good, though. That's what's up. Now, before before we started recording, you turned me on to this app uh, called Ben. Yes. Um, so, as... as the listeners know, as you all are, are voracious travelers as well, it, both domestically and internationally, it can be sometimes difficult to keep track of all the places that you've been. Um, and I know, I, I know, I personally get into um, you know counting on my fingers and toes and trying to figure out, like trying to remember and then remembering later, shortchanging, maybe yeah. maybe uh, being a little bit too ambitious and claiming a spot I hadn't been to yet. So the Ben app. Um, and correct me if I'm wrong. It it, it keeps track. It's a tracker for everywhere that you go. Yeah, it's a tracker for everywhere you go. Um, all the countries that you've been. At this point, I'm at 15, and it just lists every country. The, with the United States, it'll give you every single state you've been to, so you know you know where you've been here. But it's just really good because again, you lose track after about seven. You forget, and then looking at that, um, looking at your passport. Some of the stamps they start fading. Right. And you're like, wait, was this a departure or entrance stamp? And it's like, what's going on? So Ben right. just makes it a lot easier. But that map, you sometimes look at it and you're like, wait a minute, I haven't touched this country. I gotta, <laughs> I gotta get over there. Like my Ben app, I haven't touched Europe. Oh well, man! And all of my friends are like, wait, you've been here, you've been here, but you've never been to Paris. You haven't been to London. I've not stepped foot in Europe yet. Europe would be good, man. So it's, it's a lot to a lot to tackle over there. I'm kind of the reverse. Like I had done mm. done Europe and South America, but I'm light in Asia. And uh, I'm actually going to Africa in uh, next in a couple weeks to go to South Africa. Africa. So I I just missed out on the trip to Africa. Some of my friends went, and I just couldn't get time off to go. I hear you. I hear you, man. So, where's been your favorite places you travel so far? Um, My favorite is probably shoot. I'm gonna say South America, maybe Brazil, because I've been there twice. Brazil, okay. Yeah, been in Brazil twice. Um, Salvador is great. We did Bahia this year, and over I was just like, I could live here. Like, yeah. I was like, I stay here for a good month and not have to go anywhere. They speak uh, Portuguese over there, but it's still not, it's not difficult to maneuver or get around over there. Yeah, not at all. Do you have a second language? I don't. So, no. but it was easy? I mean, I can, I can get around with Spanish. Okay. Mostly with keywords, but I can't carry a full conversation. Okay. But living in LA, it's like, you gotta know Spanish. So. That's what's up. Does that, does that help? Like, so you're, you're an actor by trade. Yeah. Correct. So does that, does having the international perspective, has that helped in, in your profession at all? Or is it more or less just experiential? Um, you know what? Honestly, I'm sure if I hone in more on languages while I was gone, it would right. definitely help a lot more. But it's mostly just been experience. That's what, nothing wrong with that. Yeah. What's been uh, your least favorite place you've been? Everybody's got a bad experience that you're going from. <laughs> you know, and so this is the thing. Like, I don't have a least favorite experience as far as um, countries. With me, it's mostly like maybe food-wise. Okay. And so that made it not the best trip. Right. But I just had really good times. I've never been somewhere and been like, I'm ready to go home. Okay. The only thing is like, you know, maybe I'm ready to move because I've done all I can in this country. So right. I'm ready to, you know, bounce around or get back home and get to the next. But I've just, I haven't been anywhere and been like, okay, this is boring, it's awful. Right. You know, I'm ready to go. I'll be honest, man. I, I, 
have enjoyed a lot of the places I've been. I went, uh, I was on on business and was working in India. And uh, I just had a really hard time with India, man. It was like, yeah, it was rough. And I'm the only, I'm one of the only people that I know who have, who have had that type of experience. But okay. it was, it was just rough. I, when I first got there, I'm allergic to, I'm allergic to tree nuts. I get, uh, I get real hitchy whenever, that, whenever that happens. And the first three meals I had had nuts. I had allergic reactions. Are you so, serious? Yes. Were but, you over there with anybody? Uh, yeah, but it was like, so I was cool, but it was like. It was bad. Like people, people always talk about the food and stuff. I'm like, I'm like, I can't get with it. And then I finally had like one good meal, and then the Taj. Those were like the highlights for okay. me. But the Taj, the Taj is dope, man. If you get to see it, man, it looks like a mirage until you get up to touch it. Yeah, it's amazing. It's see, amazing. And I'm on this thing now where, uh, so like most of my pictures, I've been hashtagging um, Journey to Seven. Okay. So now I'm on the thing. Where I want to see all seven wonders of the world. Yeah. They have the dope. old seven wonders and the new seven, seven wonders. wonders. So far, I've seen three of them. That's which ones? I see. I uh, just did Great Wall of China. Okay. Um, Christ the Redeemer okay. and Machu Picchu. How was Machu Picchu, man? The the co-host on the show, International P, he he's been and he like he raved about it. Yeah, it's amazing, but that altitude, <laughs> that altitude would take you. I think the first two days, or maybe first day and a half, I was there. It was me, my friend Jessica, and Elton. We all went, and I didn't feel the altitude. They were you know talking about they were lightheaded and everything. Right. I was like I didn't feel it, but by the time we started climbing Machu Picchu, I was like. Bad, yes. Like, what is it? What does that feel like? Because I don't know that. It's, it's honestly, it's just like shortness of breath. Okay, that's the best way to explain it. It's really like just shortness of breath. You almost feel like, am I about to pass out? But okay, because the air is so thin. Right, it's just like you feel like you're out of shape, or you just feel like you like having an Not, asthma attack of sorts. Maybe closer to an asthma okay. attack. It's just, it's just shortness of breath. You like taking really quick breaths, like like some you know something is different. <laughs> so, <right. laughs> it's like, and then like that night we couldn't even walk. Where we were staying, like we had to go up these stairs. Yeah, uh, Jessica, she had to get on Elton's back. He carried her up there, and it was just—it's rough, man. Like, so Elton's a real MVP in this situation. Yeah, because so. I, I couldn't carry myself with right. somebody else on my back. That's crazy. So you have to—you have to spend the night on the way up, right? Because you want to get to see the no. Machu Picchu in the morning. No, or? we did it all um, same day. Okay. We left like super early, so we wake up early. We're not like super late partiers and everything. Right. So we wake up early, and we were on the first train um, that took us there like five or six. In the morning, Robo. and so we definitely, we definitely left before the sun came up, and um, you just get there. We spent maybe four, four and a half hours there, right? And it was dope. You're good, in and out, in and out. That's, That's slow, man. That's good stuff. So, what, where's where's next on your list? Um, I'm actually leaving in two weeks, maybe a week and a half. On the 18th, headed to New Zealand and Australia. I'm so jealous, man. That's man, this is my Thanksgiving trip. I'll be going from the 18th through the 28th. Dang. And the ticket, so it's a round trip ticket. Got it very random at like one o'clock in the morning, two twenty. What? Two hundred. The glitch was. Yes, it was one of those glitch things. Glitch season is upon us, man. I had never. I didn't. Man, I'm trying to think. We bought these tickets maybe back in like May or June. Two twenty. Two twenty round trip. And it was the most random thing. It was like one o'clock in the morning in LA, and my friends in New York. It was like four, you know, time difference over there, four a.m. And Randall was just like, you want to go to New Zealand? Like, it's a ticket. If I'm reading this right, it's $200 round trip. I'm like, you lying. It's like, no, I was like, buy it. <laughs> if I don't want to go, I cancel it right. tomorrow. But if I, it's $200. Like. See, I'm salty because I never, I always lose on the glitches. I think I actually lost on that one as well. Mm. Uh, I was like, because I was fumbling and looking at it and trying to like work the dates. Right. And then just go ahead and book it and just can't chalk it up if I couldn't, if I couldn't make it there. See, that's what we do. So, um, 
a lot of us we do freelance work like we're right. actors, photographers, journalists, um, stylists. So we don't have your traditional nine to five right. request on vacation time. So we'll one of us will see something and blast it out to the rest of us. That's small. Um, I don't know if anybody if you guys follow my Instagram, you see some like group trips. Sometimes it's thirty of us. Sometimes it's two of us going. Right. And it's just like whoever can go. Here's the ticket. Here's the link. Buy it. And That's what's up. We figure it out. Go ahead and plug your Instagram. We usually do it at the end. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So you can find me on Instagram. Actually, all social media. My personal info is Jeffro5, J-E-F-R-O-5. But you can also follow my web show page. It's Taco Talk Tuesday. And that's Taco Talk Tuesday on all social media platforms. So there we go. We will reiterate at the end of the show as well. So because you got to do it for the culture, you know. <laughs> um, that's that's what's up, though, man. Yeah, we um, your pictures are definitely awesome, man. Like it's just a, just the you it definitely does a good job of chronicling all the all the travels that that you've gone on. And um, I mean, you keep it moving. Like, I, 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 I think the most aggressive, like it was fun, but the most aggressive trip I did was last year. I went to um, Southeast Asia, right. And I did that partly by myself. So um, four of us went over there, but when we got there, we like split up, went our you know separate ways, right. and met back up. So we did. Um, we landed in Bangkok. I went to Singapore, um, Cambodia, Koh Samui, Koh Phangan, Phuket. Um, it's something else in there I'm forgetting right now. Laos. No, I didn't make it to Laos. That's uh, North. Maybe that's it, but it was just a lot of, like, I felt like I was doing a lot of hopping because I was trying to get to this full moon party they have. Oh. I recommend for anybody going to Southeast Asia, hit the full moon party. It's on the island, Koh Phangan. Right. But while I was over there, I did um, couchsurfing.com. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So that was my first time. I'm used to Airbnb, maybe stay yeah. in a hotel. So I was like, you know, I'm going to try this out. Why not save it? But it was the best experience I'd ever had. Really? I, got, it was, I used it in Phuket. And my host, like, greeted me. I'm like, okay, I'm going to sleep on the couch. It's going to be awful. He greeted me at the door with peanut butter and jelly sandwiches and beer. (laughs) The house was amazing. I had, like, my own room. Everything was dope. He took me to the ferry to get to the island. And I got over there. Um, I hung out with this couple from London. Met this other guy from Germany. And we just kicked it the whole time. That's awesome, man. The party was definitely, like... Party's amazing, right. but just the experience of meeting people—it was so dope. So two things on that. Once when um, we go back to Europe, that was more or less. Uh, I spent about a, I moved over to Europe for about two months. Okay, uh, well, back a while when I was like twenty-five, I guess. About to, about to be GQ thirty coming up this uh, this 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 weekend, but that's either here nor oh, there. Your birthday this weekend? Yeah, man. <laughs> thirty is. I've been thirty now since May. Yeah. So. It's good though. It's smooth, man. You got you know thirties into twenty, man. I'm just saying, do those um, like Machu Picchu's Great Wall of China? Yeah, do that now. <laughs> when I got up there, I was like, when I'm thirty, right? <laughs> but I'm glad I'm doing it now versus trying to do it when I'm forty or something. Yeah, that's real life. That shit's crazy. It's gonna be crazy, yeah. But we, we were over there, man. We we used um, we heard about couchsurfing.com. We used Hostel World. Oh. A lot. So hostelworld.com was like it's basically like Airbnb for hostels. Okay. And you can look it up. We were getting, you know, rooms for nineteen euro, like you can get yeah. private rooms, you can get the bunks, like you it's it's your world. So it's I like never stayed in the hostel. It's so I had mixed feelings. I, I had reservations when I first went over there because I saw the movie and right. Liam Neeson, you know whatever. <laughs> Liam Neeson's not in my favorites. Um But it was it was cool. Like they're they're if you get a two bed private mm-hmm. It's a it's a no frills hotel room. Okay, you're not sharing with anybody else. It's just you're gonna be on a a linoleum floor. <laughs> Y'all know what I mean. Um, with a with two two twin beds, two dorm room beds, and a um, 
and a nightstand in between. That's gonna be it. Okay. And it's, it's just no frills, but it's costs you twenty bucks to Nothing. stay there. Yeah. So it's like so it's pretty smooth. And then, um, but it's it, it, I mean, that was that was definitely dope. I recommend that everybody go. Um, I think again, I had it before I started traveling. Like this fear of going to a foreign land, not knowing the language, getting lost. Right. You, know, you see the news, something crazy happens, it makes you not want to go. But I encourage everybody to travel. And then, um, you know, a big misconception that people have is that it's expensive to travel. Right. Again, I'm going to New Zealand, Australia for two hundred, you know, dollars. Which is low-key the most expensive place to travel. To travel, yeah. Right. It's like right. two stacks. Even like when you go places. Um, the U.S. dollar is a lot stronger. Right. Like when we were just in Beijing, the U.S. dollar was a lot stronger over there. So you have to do more. You have a little bit more flexibility. At, I think I took $500. Yeah, I changed over $500 over there. At the end of the trip, looking back, I could have done it with two. Wow. Like we were over there sometimes just spending money on just, you know. Just because you got it, right? Just because <laughs> you got it. Like we literally went and got uh, massage, like full body massages every single day we were there. That's smooth, man. Like, you just super relaxed for the whole time. Like we started calling it the wellness retreat. <laughs> <laughs> so how long were you actually over in, in Beijing? Um, well, China. In, in China. So it's a 15-hour time difference. We left L.A. on the 19th and got to Beijing when we landed. It was the evening of the 20th. Okay. So it was about a 15-hour um, time difference. The flight itself was 13 hours. Okay. Um, but it was good, and then we got back on the 25th. And that was crazy because we left Beijing Tuesday at like 10 a.m., but when we got back to L.A., it was Tuesday, still 10 a.m. Oh, because of the time difference. Right. So it was like, okay, we made up a day. Right. Um, but it was great, man. We went to, again, Great Wall of China, Tiananmen Square, um, Wafujin Market, Eight Scorpions. I, I think I saw that. No, I saw I'm thinking of the guinea pig. Are you oh, that was Peru. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. So what was the, what the scorpion taste like? Have you ever, the next day, like, after you had some fried chicken, heated it up, and it was like, <laughs> we're just completely dried out? <laughs> yes, oh uh, yeah. <laughs> that's, that's literally what it tasted like. Okay. Because they suck the poison out. Because me, I'm just like, scorpions can kill you. Right. And then I'm thinking the whole time, like, is this stinger, like, gonna... Gonna right, you swallow it or whatever. But they suck the poison out, and they're, like, fried, and you just pop it in your mouth like a popcorn shrimp. Do they say? Do they taste good, or is it more or less just like a novelty? The novelty of doing it. For me, I won't say it tasted good, but they eat them like it's it's street food. Like they had, I, I didn't get a video of all of it. I don't think the uh, scorpions on a stick, sea lions on a stick. Have you ever seen a sea lion? A sea lion is like this big. Honestly, like one of the cutest animals I've ever seen, and it's just on a stick. People are eating it. What? They had cicadas, um, tarantula. What else? Like it was just everything on a stick, and people are just buying them, just eating them like it's like they just they just need a snack, and they just yeah. Eat. That is wild, man. I think Beijing might have been food wise the hardest place. Peru is on very far from the bottom of my list for food, <laughs> but Beijing is so difficult because Mandarin is the hardest language to, in my opinion, that's yeah. the hardest language to try to even translate and right. play with. Um, and so they have pictures. But it'll be like a lot of sliced meat. And it's like, okay, just because it's white don't mean it's chicken. Exactly. Don't mean it's pork. You right. Know, just because it's brown. Like, what is it exactly? Right. So we ended up finding this uh, restaurant, sushi restaurant, because I know what salmon looks like. I know what tuna looks like. And they had <laughs> right. fried rice with, uh, like, shrimp and everything. We ate there, like, three, four days straight. You got to find your niche. You got to find your niche. <laughs> I, I'm an avid. I would try food anywhere. I try right. scorpion. Right. You know, I try the guinea pig. 
But if you can't at least tell me what I'm eating, right? That's I get a problem. A little, yeah, yeah, that's a problem. Man. And I don't know if it was the um, sauce or what they were cooking in, but the, some of the smells that would come off made it just. I was like, I'm not gonna eat that. Too much sauce, man. Too much. Too much. <laughs> it was good though. The um, hotel that we stayed in was probably one of the best I've ever stayed in in my life. Really? Yeah, it was the New Hotel in UO. Okay. And it was just five star all around. But again, when that U.S. dollar converted, it right. was so cheap. Yeah, that's like, It was so cheap, but absolutely the best hotel ever. If you could, so how much was it to get over there? How much was the flight? That ticket was five hundred. Five hundred. Yeah, we got that one round trip five hundred. I need you to text me when you get these. <laughs> when you got these fares coming up, because you're just hitting so, all the lists. If you're not on them, and um, my two websites that I recommend is airspotfare.com okay. and uh, the flight deal. Okay, yeah, I'm so, definitely on a flight, yeah. register for them with your email. They send out daily emails. Sometimes your city might be on there. Sometimes right. it might not. But people always ask me, you know, where do you want to go? I'm like, I don't know. I just want to go everywhere. Right. So whatever they send me, if it's, you know, within budget or whatever, I'll go. That's definitely smooth, man. So all in all, so the flight was the flight was 500 mm-hmm. You said that you took... Five hundred spending money over there, but could have done it for two. Could have done it in two. What was what was what would you say the total cost was? Like seeing all the sites and everything. Uh, see, five hundred. So, oh, also, don't. This is for Beijing. I don't. I can't always say with other countries. I don't necessarily recommend paying for the uh, the group travel tours. Like a lot okay. of the hotels offer the packages. Right. We did it all on our own. Like we just got over there, and when you get there, you can just hire a tour guide. You know, it's real cheap. You right. save yourself some money. Um, hotels, travel. The biggest thing was going to the Great Wall. We had to pay for a driver. Again, something else we kind of wasted money on. We got a private car okay. as opposed to maybe taking like the public, you know, right. bus or something. Seven hundred dollars will probably get you. And if you don't mind staying in the hostel, you could do that whole trip for seven, right. seven. So under under a stack, you can you can make that happen. We did it, um, and this is a this is a bad thing about. <laughs> my group of friends I travel with it's bad but it, what makes it fun we don't plan until we get there so we were literally at the airport in Beijing and looking for um, a hotel for the night peas in a pie man peas in a <laughs> you know cause at first when I when I first started traveling I'm like right. you know where we stand I need the itinerary where we going where we going and my friend's like I don't know we're gonna figure it out when we'll we get figure there. it out right and it's like what do you mean but now that's how I am right like I go somewhere and they're like what are you doing I'm like I don't know I'll figure it out when I get there that's another interesting dynamic is when you go when you mix the types of people that you're traveling with mm-hmm. and you're just more or less like laid back like whatever we'll, we'll figure it out versus someone who is like yeah. real real crazy I think that what um, what does what does a good job of bridging that gap is when you travel with an experienced travel when you're when you're a rookie yeah. and then impart that same calm on on a rookie when they when they travel with right. you that and you gotta you just gotta know your friends right absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> you know you got different feeding schedules different <laughs> all this rolling around but also another thing that was interesting about uh, Beijing, so they have this internet ban on Google. Okay. And so like it's no Google, and by Google I mean no Facebook, no right. Instagram, no. So like all my pictures I started posting once I got back. Right. But we couldn't use Wikipedia. We couldn't um, use maps. Like we couldn't use anything. I was literally in Beijing asking Jeeves for help. <laughs> like I bought AskJeeves.com trying to figure out what's going on. You're on dog files, right? But it was so crazy. We had to switch our. Um, um, search engines to Yahoo and everything wow. that were they told us um, if you have VPN so if you get a okay. VPN on your phone right. or your laptop and I didn't realize I had my work laptop with me but I didn't remember it had a VPN on it so the last day I was like you were able to get, get I was able to get it but right. I'm like, at this point 
But um, it was just, it was difficult getting around, though. I think that that might have been the hardest mm-hmm. part because again, not speaking the language. Right. People were just. Um, that's wild, man. That's that's the second. I've never been to. I haven't been to like an internet blacked out country. But I know when I was in Cuba, they were they had like La Rampa. It was like a, it's a hub and it's all of the internet that's available. So you'd have hundreds of people around this like landmark with iPads, yeah, iPhones, just like FaceTime and then just yeah. doing everything yeah. out there. But I mean, going there, we were back on internet cards where you you uh, you get like an hour you an hour for for a for a Cuban peso and stuff like that so you just had to kind of work it out so honestly it was refreshing because it was the least I had been on internet and I was just about to say like honestly it's, it's it feels good to be detached from the world right like, like you know not being on social media for however many days you're gone you're like when you get home you're like I don't need to right and it's about to be lit when I upload all this exactly when I upload this <laughs> it's like I would love to do it in real time especially now with Instagram stories and right. Snapchat you want to do it in real time but I'm like, people still enjoy the pictures the week after I got right. back just as much as if I was doing it while I was there. So. That's real life, man. Well, good stuff, man. Wait, so you were, just to, just to, uh, just because I, I need a refresher, You were you were in only Beijing or did you go to like Guangzhou? Uh, or did you... No, this trip we only did Beijing. Okay. Yeah, usually we hop around and hit multiple countries. This one was just Beijing. Um, the next one, again, is Australia and New Zealand. Right. But now we just added trying to hop over to Fiji because it's cheap. Yeah, so it's right down the way. It's cheaper yeah. from Australia. It's cheaper to get there, so we gonna add that one in. That's gonna be awesome, man. Yeah, yeah. I can't wait to see. Can't wait to see the pictures, man. Um, so cool. Why don't you go ahead and plug your plug your social media and everything again? Um, so for the people so they can find you. Oh yeah, you guys find me on everything at Jeffro Five J E F R O Five Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Snapchat, and you can also follow my web show. It's Taco Talk Tuesday. We are live every Tuesday night on Ustream with all of our shows reposted on YouTube as well as the iTunes uh, podcast. You can go in and download us, listen to us on the commute, and that's Taco Talk Tuesday. Awesome. Well, we, we definitely appreciate it. Loved having you on here. Um, signing off from Just GQ 3.0. Excuse me, Just GQ 29.999. <laughs> Thank you for tuning in for another episode of Travel Guys. Remember, your next adventure is just a click away.